You're listening to the Holy Bible One Year Challenge with master storyteller Michael Wood, featuring the easy-to-read version and used by permission from Bible Week International. Enjoy the show! Hello, everyone. Welcome to Day 200. We're continuing and finishing the book of Amos. In chapters 8 and 9, we hear about more judgment on Israel. And in chapter 8, Amos describes what he sees from God, and that's a bowl of ripe summer fruit. And if you're listening to this podcast in order, then you know it's around the middle of July, which is right there at the time of summer fruit. And God compares the people of Israel to summer fruit, and that, hey, they are delicious and really good, but their time is short, and they will be rotten one day and thrown away. I know it's a sad illustration, but the Lord is upset at many things, one of those being that Israel has kept a couple of the holy days, such as the Sabbath, but they really can't wait till it's over. The merchants just want to keep selling and people want to keep doing their business. It's like people just going to church, going through the motion, and the whole time they're hearing the sermon, they're just thinking about what's for lunch. And the Lord also reminds the people that he does not forget their sins. And so we might forget a lot of sins we've done, especially in our youth, but the Lord never forgets. But he can forgive, but it's only through the atonement of the Lord can this happen. And in the book of Romans, Paul also is talking about sin, and he relates it to Adam and how it all started. And he starts to compare Adam with that of Jesus Christ, where Adam disobeyed, but the Lord obeyed. And so the contrast, the opposite, is really the difference between salvation and not being saved. Paul explains it more in Romans chapter 5. If you enjoy the show, visit me at patreon.com forward slash storymaster. You'll find the link in the description box below. By contributing as little as $1 per month, you will enable me to continue this ministry, and you'll get cool rewards too. Together, we're going to get through the Bible in one year. Let's get started. Amos chapter 8, a vision of ripe fruit. This is what the Lord God showed me. I saw a basket of summer fruit, he said to me. Amos, what do you see? I said, a basket of summer fruit. Then the Lord said to me, The end has come to my people Israel. I will not ignore their sins anymore. Their temple songs will become funeral songs. This is what the Lord God says. There will be dead bodies everywhere. In silence, people will take out the dead bodies and throw them onto a pile. Merchants only want to make money. Listen to me, you who trample on helpless people. You are trying to destroy the poor of this country. Your merchants say, When will the new moon celebration be over so that we can sell grain? When will the Sabbath be over so that we can bring out more wheat to sell? We can raise the price and make the measure smaller. We can change the scales and cheat the people 
and we can use the chaff swept off the floor to mix with the grain we sell. The poor cannot pay their loans, so we will buy them as slaves. We will buy those helpless people for the price of a pair of sandals. The Lord made a promise. He used his name, the pride of Jacob, and said, I will never forget what those people did. There will be an earthquake that will shake the whole land because of what they did. Everyone living there will cry for those who died. The land will be tossed around. The whole land will rise and fall like the Nile River in Egypt. The Lord God also said, At that time, I will make the sun set at noon and make the land dark on a clear day. I will change your festivals into days of crying for the dead. All your songs will become sad funeral songs. I will put mourning clothes on every body and baldness on every head. I will cause mourning everywhere, like that for an only son who has died. It will be a very bitter end. A famine of God's work. The Lord God says, Look, the days are coming when I will cause a famine in the land. The people will not be hungry for bread. They will not be thirsty for water. No, they will be hungry for words from the Lord. The people will wander around the country, from the Dead Sea to the western coast, then through the north around to the east. They will go back and forth, looking for a message from the Lord. They will not find it. At that time, the beautiful young women and the young men become weak from thirst. They made promises by the false god of Samaria. They took oaths in the name of the god of Dan and made vows in the name of the god of Beersheba. But they will fall and never get up again. Amos chapter 9, a vision of God commanding punishment. I saw the Lord standing by the altar, and he said, Strike the top of the pillars, so that even the foundation will shake. Make the roof fall on everyone's head. Those who survive, I will kill with a sword. None of them will be able to run away. None of them will escape. If they dig deep into the ground, I will pull them from there. If they go up into the skies, I will bring them down from there. If they hide at the top of Mount Carmel, I will find them and take them from there. If they try to hide from me at the bottom of the sea, I will command the snake and it will bite them. If they are captured and taken away by their enemies, I will order that they be put to death. Yes, I will watch over them, but I will watch for ways to give them trouble, not for ways to do good things. The Lord God, all-powerful, is the one who touches the land, and it melts. Then all the people who live in the land will cry for the dead. The land will rise and fall, like the Nile River in Egypt. He built his upper rooms above the skies. He put his skies over the earth. He calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out on the earth. Yahweh is his name. This is what the Lord says. Israel, are you the only people in the world important to me? I care just as much for the Ethiopians. Yes, I brought you out of Egypt. 
But I also brought the Philistines from Crete, and the Arameans out of Ur. I, the Lord God, am watching this sinful kingdom. I will wipe the kingdom of Israel off the face of the earth, but I will never completely destroy the people of Israel, says the Lord. I am giving the command to shake Israel like grain in a sifter. The good people will be scattered among the nations, but those who are useless will be caught and thrown away. Sinners among my people say, Ain't nothing bad will happen to us. But all of them will be killed with swords. God promises to restore the kingdom. David's house has fallen, but at that time I will set it up again. I will repair its broken places and rebuild its ruins. I will set it up as it was before. Then my people will take over what is left of Edom and all the other nations that belong to me. This is what the Lord says, and he will make it happen. The Lord says, A time of great blessing is coming. Workers will still be harvesting when it is time to plow the fields again. They will still be trampling the grapes when it is time to plant a new crop. Sweet wine will drip from the mountains and pour from the hills. I will bring my people, Israel, back from captivity. They will rebuild the ruined cities and they will live in them. They will plant vineyards and drink the wine they produce. They will plant gardens and eat the crops they grow. I will plant my people on their own land and never again will they be pulled up out of the land that I gave them. This is what the Lord your God said. Romans chapter 5, verses 12 to 21. Adam and Christ. How did this happen? Well, sin came into the world because of what one man did, and with sin came death. So this is why all people must die because they all sin. Sin was in the world before the law of Moses, but God did not keep a record of sin when there was no law. But from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, death ruled over everyone. Adam died because he sinned by not obeying God's command. But even those who did not sin that same way had to die. That one man, Adam, can be compared to the one who was to come later. But God's free gift does not like Adam's sin. Many people died because of the sin of that one man, but the grace that people received from God was more powerful. Many received God's gift of life by the grace of this other man, Jesus Christ. After Adam sinned once, the result was that he was judged guilty and given the death sentence. But the gift of God is different. His free gift came after many sins, and the result is that those who sinned are judged as right. One man sinned, so death ruled over all people because of that one man. But now, it is even more certain that many people will rule in life over death through Jesus the Christ. I'm talking about all who receive God's boundless grace and his wonderful gift of being made right. So that one sin of Adam 
brought the sentence of death to all people, but in the same way, Christ did one thing so good that it makes all people right with God, and that brings them true life. One man disobeyed God, and many became sinners, but in the same way, one man obeyed God, and many will be made right. After the law came, there were more ways for people to do wrong, but the more people sinned, the more God poured out his grace. Sin once used death to rule over us, but now God's grace rules over sin and death by making us right with him. And this brings us eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Proverbs chapter 17 verses 15 to 24. The Lord hates for judges to punish the innocent or let the guilty go free. Money is wasted on fools. They cannot buy wisdom when they have no sense. A friend loves you all the time, but a brother was born to help in times of trouble. Only a fool would promise to pay for someone else's debts Anyone who loves sin loves trouble. Building an entrance too high is inviting disaster. Crooks will not profit from their crimes, and those who plan to cause trouble will be trapped when it comes. A man who has a fool for a son will be disappointed. A fool brings no joy to his father. Happiness is good medicine, but sorrow is a disease. A wicked judge will accept a bribe, and that keeps justice from being done. A smart person keeps looking for wisdom, but a fool's thoughts wander from one place to another. Thank you everyone, that was day 200. Join us for day 201. We will begin the book of Hosea, and I'll be giving a detailed introduction to the book. And in the New Testament, Paul talks about being dead to sin, but alive for God. And Paul will explain how dying to ourselves through baptism is a way to bring new life. We hope you enjoyed today's verses. Be sure to leave us a positive review and to share this podcast with your friends and family. Please join us for the next episode as we experience the Bible in one year. Did you know we offer online courses in creative writing, literature, and web design? Visit us at storymaster.online to learn more.